All righty. What's up, everybody? I'm Jacob with Sawyer Saloon here for a joint podcast with my man, Dwayne. Host of Joseph, the Joseph Float podcast, Dwayne the Comic, a.k.a. Dwayne Toussaint. Glad to be with y'all. Absolutely, man. Glad to glad to have you here. So, Dwayne, you won the first Laugh Hard comedy competition. Uh, first off, round of applause to you. Hell yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'm curious, man, I know you're from the Lake Charles area. What got you into stand-up comedy? I don't even know. Like I didn't find, I found out about stand-up real late in my life. Like I didn't find out about stand-up comedy till I want to say my senior year in high school. Like I knew about comedians, but I didn't know they did stand-up. Like I, I just never saw it. And then I saw like Kevin Hart. Like, that's what really got me into it. Like I watched a couple of his specials. And I want to say it was laughing my pain, like where they went back and talked about how he started. And I was like, oh, you can like regular people can do this. Like you could just go out and do comedy. I was like, I got to I got to try it. And I went out like I, I, used to, I used to drive to Houston back and forth because I didn't know about Lake Charles comedy. I don't even know if they had it at the time, but I used to drive back and forth to Houston and do it like that. And I got hooked. From where? From Baton Rouge? OK, this was when I was still living in Lake Charles. I used to drive two hours every Tuesday. Yeah. To go try to get on at the uh, Houston improv for, for how long was it? It probably wasn't five minutes. The way they did it was like, you, you weren't guaranteed a spot. Like, you know how we go out to open mics now, like we go to Lafayette and you know, you're yeah. going to get on when you, when you would go out there, they would let you sign up. It'd be like, like let's say it's like 20 comedians. They only got like 10 spots. So we all sign up. They pull names out of bucket. If you get picked, you get picked, and you go on. If not, you just you just don't. So I had a lot That's of nights wild. while I rode out there. Yeah, I had a lot of nights while I rode out there and just to watch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, that's hey, that's all that's all part of the game though, man. We all gotta hustle to try and get somewhere. Like the crazy like I wish I would have been doing that now because back then I was so green, I was so wet behind the ears, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I was just going trying to get on. Like I didn't know this was normal or what. I was just happy to be in a comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the first joke you ever wrote? No. I can I remember a joke I did at my first ever show. Okay. which was in Lake Charles. It was um, a comedy show for the radio station, for KZWA. Mm-hmm. They had like a little party and um, I had told the guy I wanted to do comedy. So he was like, come to the, come to the thing and do some, do some jokes. Like he just wanted to see if I was really going to come. Yeah. And I came and I did horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I did so bad. How long did you so do? Rough. I, I want to say I did five minutes, but it felt like 10. Like 10 <laughs> minutes. It was bad. Like imagine walking in the room and it's just, it was like doing a, a stand-up set at, like, my grandmother's, like, dinner party. Like, yeah. it was nothing but old people. None of them knew me. They didn't, I don't think they knew comedy was going to be taking place. Like, I walked in, and they were just like, what? Dude, that's <laughs> the, the worst. I mean, it was, it was weird. Like, my friend that came with me didn't even watch me. He was, uh, <laughs> the whole time I'm on stage, he in the back trying to, like, get a, get a Cougars number. So oh. I come off stage. She's like, man, you went up yet? I'm like, yeah, I just, I just did. <laughs> Do you remember like the first joke you wrote that worked? Like, this is like, this is why it's weird. Cause when people tell me, actually, if I do comedy, I always say I did it on and off for like mm-hmm. five years. And then I took it serious like two years ago. So those jokes that worked was from like 2015, 2016. I remember one joke. It was, um, the average cost of a funeral, like the average cost of a funeral was something crazy, like $8,000 or something like that. And I was like, man, I'm, you'll probably never catch me paying that price. Like for all that, I'll just bury my mom under my bed. <laughs> that used to do real good. Mm-hmm. But like, I never had it. Like as far as, set, I feel like all my shit was just me talking. Like I didn't know I was writing jokes at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you probably know. How, how'd your first show go? Man. You remember your first show? I do, man. So we... I didn't know anything about any of the comedy. All right. And like Charles. So I was in a fraternity at McNeese and I was like, so I knew the guy who ran a bar here, OBs. And I was like, Hey man, let's do a, I would love to do a comedy show uh, on a night when nothing's going on. Let's do a Saturday. And uh, me and my buddy Corey are going to just like, we're going to hit it hard. So me and him do this show. We each do 30 minutes 
of material that's never been done. Yeah. First show. First first show. Uh, 30 minutes in front of people, never done before in a crowd. And uh, (laughs) it was a lot of, uh, I was in Pikes. There was a lot of the Pike guys and their girlfriends that came. And uh, they enjoyed it. And, and it just grew from there. But that first show was so rough, man. But I got, I did the president's joke at that show, which is like, that's been like the, one of my best jokes throughout the whole thing. Your impressions are top tier. Your impressions sit you over the top. Like I, I know for a fact, that's one thing when you do impressions, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably never get like that good. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like that's something I haven't seen a lot of other, and maybe that's just like where we're from, but like, I haven't seen a lot of comedians that do impressions. No, you, um, have you ever, you know, Austin, right? Uh, Garcia Fava. Marcia Fava. Yeah. He came to, he came, Fava, that's his name. He did the LOL a couple, like he went, came to the second LOL, I think. Uh, he he did all right. He did all right. It was uh it was a big crowd, you know. It was, it was a little nervous, but he came out and he did uh he did all right, man. You know. He used to come to all the open mics out here. I used to see him all the time. I don't never see him anymore. But him, he does he does really good impressions too. Like he has a really good uh Peter Griffin impression. Yeah, yeah. I saw him do that, and I saw him do his uh his John Goodman impression as for like a car mechanic. Hilarious! I died laughing first time I heard that. Yeah, one. that's his best thing. Like I used to say, like with like when he'd be nervous, I'd be like, "Bro, just do impressions. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you do that, you're not gonna you're not gonna bomb. You're gonna do good." Yeah. So I would say, like as far as like my style goes, definitely like the one liner dad jokes and impressions make up like a big part of uh, of like my material and everything. What What do you think your style is? on metaphors i love metaphors like this this is like that that's my I, I that's i love writing those type of jokes uh metaphors i try to do a lot of observational comedy mm-hmm. but i feel like I, I come off like an asshole a lot when i do it <laughs> <laughs> um what else i want to get into one-liners my one-liners aren't that good to me some people say they're good i don't i think they're like hacky <laughs> like what do you know one off the top of your head no, probably the closest one I can think of is like the um, I wouldn't harm a fly, but I'd fuck a mosquito up, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good well, one. It gets good laughs. It does, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I gotta, I gotta come up with some more. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, it's really metaphor heavy. That's my biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, I try so hard not to make a set that's just this is like this, this is like this, this is like this. Yeah, that's my favorite thing in storytelling. I want to get better at storytelling. Yeah, well, I mean, I also know that you're you're trying to be the the Chris Brown of comics, you know, the light the light skin of comics. I know that's your big thing. Median for light skin. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. sir. I'm trying to be the Drake of stand up comedy, and it's going to happen. I'm t- watch. <laughs> so About since, two years, we're going to be looking at this podcast like, damn, he really did it. I believe it. I'm be like, damn. I hope he remembers me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> now, since since you've made that metaphor about yourself, you know, being the Drake of comedians. Uh, I want to know what are your thoughts on hot sauce? You didn't think you didn't think that was a, that was amazing. That was <laughs> that stuff like that makes me want to be the Drake of stand up comedy even more. You don't get no, you can't come up with a joke like that. That just has to happen. <laughs> yeah, hot sauce and the hey, do what you got to do. What you got to do, man. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> Adonis isn't having any kid, any siblings anytime soon. That's right. He said, I got one kid that people just found out about. I don't need another one. Real quick. Did you see yourself pouring hot sauce in a condom? Uh, no, I would never. Th- I'd be like, <laughs> afterwards, I'd be like, all right, good night. <laughs> and then, uh, just totally forget about it, you know? You got to mess with them, them Drake, those Drake level skeezers, the ones that be thinking stuff like that. I need to get a into it, man. He, he seems a lot more uh, devious than you thought. You know, I'm thinking the classy <laughs> Drake, where he gets the gun put on him. This is different, different game. Mm-mm. Long time, you get shot, that change you. Exactly. Yeah. What? What did he say? <laughs> so he got shot. Wasn't he in like a wheelchair for the rest of the show or something? Wheelchair, Jimmy. Will <laughs> insane man. What he's come so far, man. Everyone yeah. used to think he was just like the soft rapper. And now he's, I, I love Drake, man. I think he's awesome. But some of his, some of my best hype songs nonstop, 
I mean, like I, I turn that on in the gym, dude. That is it. I'm crushing PRs every day. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> mm, who would if you had to compare yourself to a musical artist in stand-up, I want to be the Drake of stand-up comedy. Is there anybody you would model your stand-up? You would model your stand-up career behind if I had to be if you had to be one? Man. Uh, dude, I, I get this a lot. Actually, uh, people say that I remind them of Lil Dicky. I don't know if, uh, if that's, if that's accurate or not. I can hear it in the way you, <laughs> there you go. I, was, I can hear it a little bit in the way you talk. Yeah. So I guess y'all talk, talk very similar. Yeah. I guess, uh, no other, uh, similarities at all. None at all. Uh, any of the other ones? <laughs> Uh, no, nah, I mean, my hair gets a little curly when it grows out. That's about it. Uh, uh, no, I, I think that honestly, yeah, that's the only person that I could like compare myself to, I guess. I'd always like my bit, my favorite comedian that I looked up to was, uh, has been Sebastian Maniscalco. You know, who that is. Yeah. So he was, I mean, dude, cause he's just, he's just been like super successful and he's, uh, and he's, just, I don't growing up, I watched a lot of like mafia movies. So I like wanted to be, I, I like, I walked up to my mom one day. I was like, look, mom, if I, if I wasn't white, I just really want to be Italian. And she was like, that's, that is white, Jacob. I, <laughs> You're halfway there. Yeah. 11 year old me didn't know the difference, you know? Uh, so, but so I bought, so I just like the whole like though. Italian thing, you know? Very. Yeah. Love. Very. <laughs> Yeah, that's like trying to like saying you want to be a superhero and then you find out you got some little like mi minor powers already. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was already in you. You just didn't know. it. Exactly. Or if you're a superhero, who you being? Mm. I mean, the easy answer is Superman. Okay. If you're going to be somebody, you might as well be the cheat code. But I normally say Batman. But after like we've man, we've run down Batman so bad. I apologize. I know you're a Batman fan. It's I am, okay. too. Well, we run down Batman so bad on our podcast in the really? last like season, so I can't pick Batman anymore. What are y'all like, running him down for? Just the fact that he's just a rich dude running around beating up people in the streets. <laughs> he's not really, he doesn't have any powers or nothing. It's just like a cool car. You get out, <laughs> throw some sharp bats at somebody. Like it's just right. not, it's not really superhero quality. Yeah, I got you. I guess that's the thing, man. You know, if, uh, if women have daddy issues, they turn to OnlyFans. But if a guy has daddy issues, he's just going to start beating the shit out of people in the middle of the city. Vigilantism, or however you say it. Yeah, vigilantism. <laughs> Did you hear about that real-life vigilante in uh, Seattle? Like the kick-ass type dude? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember because someone sent me the article the other day because he had a – he was like, you know, being a vigilante, like beating up criminals and all kind of stuff. And then they caught him selling crack to kids. <laughs> They're like selling some kind of drugs. Yeah. yeah to people. Wow. That's what happens. Superhero man. being a vigilante. Don't pay the bills. Dude, you know, you, uh, you, you either die the hero. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain, man. You know, Facts. or was he just being a vigilante to get rid of the competition? I didn't even think about that, man. That's so fucking smart if that's what he was doing. I'm going to dress up like Batman and get all of them beat up and arrested. And then I'm going to I got the whole block. I got he, all of them to myself. He's slowly taking over the competition. Dude, that should be the plot of the next Batman movie. I mean. Man, could you imagine the ending? <laughs> dude, it'd be so good. Speaking of the next Batman movie, have you, have you seen the trailers for the Batman with Robert Pattinson? Last one, I'm not sure if they've had another one since I've seen it, but yeah, I've definitely seen a trailer. I'm, I still don't know whether I'm excited for it or not. The last one got me a little hype, but I'm uh -huh. still not sold on it. I don't yeah. know. How you feel about it? Man, dude, I am pumped for it. I mean, Colin Farrell's <laughs> the Penguin, can't even recognize him. I was a little worried about Robert Pattinson doing it, but literally every person that's played Batman so far, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, people have been like, really? That's who you picked? And they've killed it. Well, except for, you know, Batman and George Clooney, but, or Ben Affleck. I was, uh, I was waiting for you to say George yeah, Clooney, yeah. too. I was going to say, really? I don't know, dude. <laughs> the bat nips are my favorite. That's my favorite outfit, you know? Is it your favorite because of, like, nostalgia reasons? Oh, I was totally Or you just be like. <laughs> I, I just be horny, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> bat nips. Oh, yeah. 
but dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. At the end of the the second trailer they released, when he's walking down the hallway and you can't see anything except for like in between flashes of like machine gun fire. That 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 that's the part that got me. I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. <laughs> so dope. I can't stuff like it. that. Stuff like that is getting me high core. Did you see you Spider-Man fan? You see Spider-Man? Oh, absolutely. I saw it the Thursday it came out, man. Me too. Okay. What do you thought? First showing. I thought it was great. Like, I don't, I knew it was great when, oh, we can spoil it. If you ain't watched the movie by now and you're watching this podcast, you don't, you don't rock with Jacob like I thought you did. Exactly. But <laughs> like, um, I'm a, like I said, I knew the movie was cold when Aunt May died and I almost cried. <laughs> Oh yeah. Something about that. I was like, like I felt it. Like I wasn't about I didn't have a tear for me, but I felt it in my stomach. Like, mm, what is that? Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's getting. This is a good movie. And then towards the end, when the, when they all joined up and they started, I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Dude, so perfect, man. I love it. it they get did definitely a lot of fan service, but I think it's also the best thing Marvel has put out, honestly, since the last Spider-Man movie. I mean, I haven't, uh, I would, Shang-Chi, I thought was fantastic. You haven't seen it? Okay. Okay. Have you, are you, are you big, like Marvel guy? Have you seen a lot of the Marvel stuff? I am, but it's kind of hard for me to get into the stuff like people I've never heard of. Like I'm not a comic book person. So Mm -hmm. like, if it's not like in a video game or in a previous movie, I don't know about it. Yeah. So that's not like, but like for Spider-Man, it was, I felt cool. Cause like, I haven't even, I haven't even watched like the Andrew Garfield ones, but I still knew all the references mm-hmm. that they had in the movie to me. So I was like, I'm, I'm still a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Question. Yeah, how that? do you feel about people clapping and cheering during the movie? Well, I mean, you know, if they've got like the beds and stuff, I'd be clapping, you know, uh, <laughs> not that type. Uh, oh, okay. That type. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's funny you bring it up about that Spider-Man movie because I was a huge Daredevil fan, like the Netflix show. I thought it was like one of the best things I've ever seen because it was one of those. It's kind of like the Dark Knight trilogy. Like it didn't feel like a superhero movie, but it still was like it was able to separate itself. And so I uh, so I, I whenever he came in, I was like, let's fucking go. Let's go. And I realized nobody else was saying anything. And I was like, OK, and then calm down. Yeah. But uh, whenever. Like whenever that, you know, they started like coming through the, the portals and stuff, everybody was cheering. Dude, how can you not cheer? <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, I, I didn't, but I, didn't I definitely felt it. I felt the excitement. Okay. Cause like as soon as the portal started opening, everybody was like, oh, oh, like, oh, it's happening. It's happening. There and it was just like, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Like the same with the Daredevil. Like if you'd have been in our theater, you would have, you would have been at home. They right. went crazy when uh, Matt Murdock popped up on their screen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was the first little pop because my roommate was with me. And he was like, mm-hmm. "Like, what's going on?" I was like, "That's Daredevil." Like, I even I knew I knew instantly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I were, guess you're not a big fan of that of the the hollering in the movie. I don't I don't um, experience that often. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see whenever it happens, it's like, a, "Oh, I'm in one of those movies today." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm with the fans, like. I think I've only seen it like three times. And I just mm-hmm. like most of the time I don't like it. Spider-Man, it was cool though, because they were they were you could feel the excitement. You could feel they were like real, like that shit was they meant that. They've been oh, waiting yeah. for this. So it was kind of cool. It was like being at a football game, kind of mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. The energy from the crowd. But if you in like fucking watching like Chronicles of Narnia, I don't need you clapping through the whole movie. Right. <laughs> oh yeah that's funny i've only seen that a couple times i've seen it three times in a movie uh one was uh the spider-man movie uh the second was in game whenever everyone started coming back what Uh, i forgot about that oh yeah and (laughs) every time somebody popped up they went crazy crazy especially (laughs) spider-man bro i went in florida yeah we were on spring break in Florida and my buddy like two weeks beforehand was like, dude, Endgame's coming out that Thursday. I know we're going to be on spring break, but Endgame. And I was like, get the tickets right now, bro. So we got the tickets and we went and people were fucking going ape shit. I mean, if that's what you do in the movies, I'm not going to tell you nothing. So do your thing. This is not, that's just not me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not the type to scream at the in, in the mood, but I'll do it at home. I noticed that I'll do it at home. Okay. Why, why do you yeah. think that is? You afraid of uh, drawing attention? I think I'm just I'm just shy. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> and I feel like I, I feel like just my look. I'd be the one to like cheer in the movie, and somebody in the back would be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah. And now I got to do something, and I'm not trying to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it ruined my movie experience and punked me out in Spider Man. <laughs> what is your hat? The Dusty Slay hat. Dusty Slay. You know who that is? No, who's Dusty Slay? Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. Go watch. Um, he was. He's on the new Netflix. Uh, the stand-up. He's on the new one. Okay, I got you. I got you. You a big fan? Yeah, big, pretty big fan. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Who's your top three comedians? Ooh, that's tough. Um, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll go Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Normally, I'd put Kevin Hart in there, mm-hmm. but I'm trying not to. I'm trying to think of – I'm trying to freshen it up. Like, I'd put Mark Norman on there. Okay, yeah. i got to put somebody from Louisiana on there. I'll put Mark Norman. It's, I know I was going to be forced. That's okay, man. It's, I understand, oh, you, man. I can't put you on there yet, man. You, I'm talking to you. I can't embarrass myself like that. I can't fanboy. Well, I was going to give you my top three, and you're going to be number one. Now I got to change that. Uh, <laughs> do my list over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do, do your right. list over. Just put me at the top my, of all those. Guys. My top three stand-up comedians are Jacob Gidry. There we go. Jacob Gidry <laughs> and Jacob Gidry. <laughs> that, the last one's French. All three of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, you heard of him. I know. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah very popular <laughs> comedian. Everyone knows who that is. Oh, that's awesome. So, dude, tell me about, from what I've seen, you seem to be running a lot of good shows and stuff in Baton Rouge. Tell me about, like, the scene over there and, what, like, what y'all have running over there. It's getting better. When I first got out here, it was pretty dry. It was only one open mic. I'd, yeah, it was one open mic and another one that was kind of hanging on by a thread, but it's gone now. They got the one at the station. Um, and they're supposed to be starting a new one. We just got a new comedy club out here called the uh, Silly Rabbit Comedy Club. It's not like an actual club. Used. It says comedy club on the door. Let's say that <laughs> it's not like a it's not like a state like a like an improv, but it's a comedy club. Gotcha. So they do stuff like that. I, I to be honest, bro, what I do is I really just get on Instagram, get on Facebook, and whatever open mics I see, I go to. Them. <laughs> That's why you always see me in New Orleans or Baton Rouge, Lafayette. I'm going. To, I try to do at least two to three open mics a week. I don't care where they are. <laughs> and like the shows the shows are going good um my guy loco loco productions he mm-hmm. throws a lot of shows out here he, he shows me love he puts me on a lot of them i've done at least five shows with him damn that's and we're lot. starting to yeah we working yeah <laughs> and uh we started we're about to st- he's about to start doing this like bi-weekly show which we're trying to get people on now so we start starting to like slowly introducing the people and stuff like that Mm-hmm. So we can start getting people on there. We just got to get people to come. Like a lot of people don't like doing those type of crowds. Mm-hmm. I've been told it's like a Def Jam type crowd. Okay. Which <laughs> is true. It is very true because <laughs> I've kind of noticed if you, if your opener is not that strong, you better learn how to roast somebody or dance. If you can't do either one, you're not going to make it. Dance? <laughs> dance. I got a video on my Instagram dancing. <laughs> That was why I had my opener didn't work, so I had to dance. So you had to dance. Love that. I had to dance. I killed the dance though, and it worked. Uh, so. I believe it. What are you? You hitting a renegade? What you doing? It's no, it's no work. I can't dance. <laughs> Let me get that out there. It's just, it was just a lot of pointing and stepping in random directions, and okay. it worked. So hey, I do that. Maybe eventually I'll learn how to dance. Like I can do shit like this. Okay, I can't yeah. dance when it involves my legs. Right. On, on rhythm at all gotcha so like if you see me sitting down in the club like look at this you'll be like yeah. oh shit he can he's getting it and then i stand okay. up and i can't do none of it like yeah. my arms stop working it's it's, it's bad <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to ask you to dance at my wedding man you don't have to worry about it that's okay pay me i'll come and dance if you don't pay me i'll come but i probably won't dance <laughs> <laughs> i'll be that guy in the back just drinking sipping my lemonade or whatever just running up running up the uh the free bar tab open bar tab 
Love that. Well, dude, what is, uh, you seem pretty passionate about stand-up. Like what's, what's your goal with the stand-up? Uh, I mean, I would say, see, now this is the funny part. I would, I used to say it was the same goal as everybody else, but I realized a lot of people that do this stuff don't, <laughs> they don't really see themselves doing anything else afterwards. Like a lot of people I talk to is weird, but like my, my whole goal is just to become like a traveling comedian. You know, I don't want to have a job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the same way. Oh yeah, yeah. I just want to. I just want to travel and do do comedy and be able to live off that. That's my whole goal. But I know I got to get out and do all these shows and stuff and get that off the ground. So I'm trying. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're hustling, dude. I love that. You're also doing some uh some some movie stuff or some uh some film stuff. Five the movie. I got a cameo in the latest episode. I think it just came out last week, a couple mm-hmm. days ago. I got a cameo in there. I'm I'm shooting dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting dice and they run off with our money. Hell, what what is this on? YouTube. Type in uh 225 the movie. It's like okay. it's like an episodic type movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. And they're on the third episode right now. So I okay. should be on the third one. Hell yeah. Is that the only acting job you've done? I was in a music video. I, <laughs> I played a I played a crackhead in a music video. <laughs> Are you dancing or what? Now that you bring that up, I definitely should have hit like a little little G or something when I walked in, but I didn't. <laughs> Damn, that was the opportunity lost. That could have been a moment. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what? Who is the music you in for? Quick draw, a rapper I met out here, real cool dude. Like he um he's performed at some of the local shows. They yeah. um because he'll do music and comedy. So he I've seen him perform right there. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like him. And we, tr- I try to do a little bit of my own stuff. Like we, um, I'm trying to get into shooting skits a lot. Like I shoot mm-hmm. little skits. Like we both do the TikTok videos, mm-hmm. but I want to try to like start doing bigger stuff, like actual skits and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm starting to meet videographers and stuff. So it's coming together. We yeah, did a little yeah. skit for the podcast that came out good. So I'm gonna try to keep that going. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's uh, dude, as much content as we can pump out is, is basically the way to do it around somebody posting the video you got to keep up yeah i think it's funny both of our like big at least from what i because like i went through your profile whenever i saw that first uh one that like blew up where you're like cooking in the uh, in the kitchen and We're both of, in gotham city yeah yeah <laughs> both of our first like viral videos were about batman that's what, that linked us together that's right that's that might right. be the lake charles thing <clears throat> that's what i think it is man we have something for the Cape Crusader. We just just love Batman. I mean, I don't know. It's just that everyone loves Batman. Everybody knows Batman is yeah. very. If you can't, if you make a funny Batman joke, everyone's <laughs> gonna get it. It's so easy. Okay, uh, so here we're gonna do a, a little role play, a little acting. Are you up for that? Okay. So what's gonna happen is, is I'm going to uh, I'm gonna be Batman, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bust in. And I'm going to be like, what are you doing, Joker? And you're going to be like, oh, no, Batman, you caught me doing whatever. So just make it ridiculous. If that is too much, then uh, let me know. But it's a little little improv. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> The dark night, pun intended. <laughs> Batman swoops through the city. He reaches in on the Joker. <gasps> All right, Joker, what are you doing? Caught me, Batman. I was so close to. I was so close to lacing the city's condom supply with this hot sauce. If I can't have sex, no one can. No one, you hear me? <laughs> That's fucking perfect. That's it. We have got our new skit. Uh, the Joker is actually just Drake. <laughs> That's all he Wait is. a minute. Wipes the, wipes the makeup off. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome. Uh, a little callback. A little callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you rap? Can you rap a little? I... Kinda can. I've been told I can. I don't think I can. Okay. I don't think anyone would listen to me. 
Yeah. But um, I you want to you want to hear a poem I wrote? I would love to. I did this one on. Okay, I'll give you the backstory behind it. There's um this guy I met. They're hosting a poetry night out here, right? And I'm trying to get on the show. So I decided. Hmm? Is it the Dead Poets Club or? Um, <laughs> I walked back to my friend's apartment from Bogies one night, absolutely trashed. And we walked by and I, and I saw that place and he told me about it. That's the exact place. They're, um, they're about to have a poetry night over there. Like, I think like once a week or something like that. And I told the dude, I was like, Hey man, if y'all want to let me come and do some like comedic poems or whatever, like, let me know. So I decided I'm going to start doing poems on the podcast till they put me on the show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I'll, I'll read the last one. I'll, I'll read the one I did on the last episode. All right. This poem is called Green Man. Green Man. Green Man, where did you go? Green Man, Green Man, pick up the phone. I called you twice. I even sent a text. I called your girl. I even hit up your ex. To see if they know, where'd my green man go? I hope he's not in jail, because if so, oh no. I'm almost out and I have no other guys. I hope that he'll be out by sunrise. But just before I almost gave up, I heard a sudden noise erupt. It was the sound of my phone, specifically the text tone. It was the green man. Fucking right. Turns out he just had a long night. He said he got a new pack in and he tried it. Said it must have been God that supplied it. Because he hit it one time and he went straight to sleep. I said, I need that in my life. Come pull up on me. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm clipping that. That's going on all the TikToks everywhere because we need to get you on to this poem night. All right. Let me go and share this with the world. Absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. To a beat, I don't know how I would sound. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I can for sure rap off with nothing. I yeah, can just yeah. rap off my head. Okay, so you can do a little freestyling. Okay. Uh, I, can you give us a little freestyle here right now? Whenever I freestyle, okay. I do not rap about my own life. I rap about random gangster shit that I hear in other songs that does not pertain to me. D of course. Of course not. <laughs> so if you hear me mention a murder or anything like that, it's very fictitious. It's not, I don't know anything. Um, what can we talk about? What can I rap about that's in here? Um, I got a new backpack. If you look in it, there's a stack. Stack of what? I don't know. Probably something I got from one of my hoes. Something random, something nice. Hopefully something that ain't made of rice. Okay. And I don't like mice. And now I'm just rapping. I really don't know what happened. I'm just talking off my head. And it's not making no sense. Around with sense. So I need to go find some meat to mince. <laughs> um, sitting in this chair. This chair is hella black. Don't judge me off this freestyle because I know it's hella whack. I'm going off the dome and I'm not being for real. An out to kill. Told you to be about murder. Get a weed reference in. Um, smoking on this weed. It's getting me real high. Last time I checked, I had just passed up the sky. Heading to the sun. About to blow up. Under this hat because it's really toe up. <laughs> feel like that was okay i was getting into it you see me tensing up on the chair i did man i'll be honest i blinked i closed my eyes and all i could hear was no ceilings by lil wayne that was you killed it you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome that's good i had to keep it going man I, I, I someone has freestyled on the last four podcasts that i've done so it's gotta it's yeah i'm glad you continued the trend thank you I try to do what i can man i try to fit in I love it. I love it. <laughs>
and not expect to rap on here. <laughs> that's that's what this is all about, man. We're exploring uh, our uncomfortable zones. That sounded weird, but you know, it's what we're doing. <laughs> it would have been weirder if we were in person and you said that. Exactly, and I just like you know, slight, slightly touched your knee or something. I'm like, that's ah, okay, you know. Man, I went to open mic yesterday, and this mm-hmm. dude on stage shouted out his friend, right? And he was like, "That's my friend Jacob, or whatever his name was." And he's like, "He's got a huge mouth." <laughs> and I yelled out, "Pause!" And nobody got it. And I was like, "Man, <laughs> what?" Yeah, he was shouting out his friends for some reason. He was like, "This is Daryl." He's whatever. And this is Jacob. He has a huge mouth. I was like, pause. (laughs) (laughs) That is not something you yell out loud in front of a lot of people. Like, yeah, that's me with the big mouth. I don't, I don't get it. Some people you see at these open mics. (laughs) So it's really random shit. But I love it. Dude, I mean, you've been to a ton of open mics. What is the weirdest thing that's ever happened at an open mic? Okay, this wasn't the weirdest, but it's definitely one of the wildest. Um, my first ever open mic at the station in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, two comics almost got in a fight, like milliseconds away from fighting. Um, one of them, one of them came up, did his little set. You know, it wasn't too good, but it was okay. And he got off, and then um, you know Jess Kenny. You ever know Jess? You probably do, but I'd have to probably, show probably you. seen him. Yeah been around so you probably seen him but anyway jess goes on up after him this is my first time ever seeing jess or the other dudes i don't know anything jess goes up roast the shit out of this dude like roast him for the whole five minutes and then the dude gets up like he like you know you get roasted you try to run back on stage and grab the mic he tried to grab the mic and jess was like no get your sorry ass out of here like you don't belong And after that, it was over with. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, come outside. Come outside. And all this other stuff. And, like, they had to stop the mic for, like, five <laughs> minutes to break them up. It was – I was like, this is Baton Rouge comedy? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Love it. Hell yeah. Dude, that's fucking wild, man. You never know what you're going to get at these open mics, bro. That's one of the fun things about it, though. Also one of the scary things. It is the the spontaneity of it. You can't find that anywhere else. You're not going to church and seeing this, you know. <laughs> You're not going to see the deacon try to fight the pastor because the pastor was roasting him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. I'd definitely go to that church. Oh, dude, absolutely. They they would have uh, one of the highest conversion rates to to whatever religion it is if they're doing. It'd be that. a mega church. It'd be a mega church. <laughs> then we Instead find of like a. Instead of an altar, they'd have a ring. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's uh one of my one of my first jokes was about. So I'm Catholic, so like the the priest walks in with incense. Okay, Catholic too. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the priest walks in with like the incense and everything. So I'd be like, you know, just like you know, we're we're trying to draw more people into the church. Turn it up a little, you know. The kids love nothing more than smoke nowadays. <laughs> Let them get a whiff. They'll come. Exactly. Get like a little smoke Open the screen. windows. Yeah. <laughs> We're hotboxing this church. We need to let it out. Exactly. So they get a little smoke screen going, and he runs through like it's a WWE match. And he's like, you know, you know, chilling, and the, the mic drops from the back, and the guy playing the guitar slams it on the ground, and it's like, and in this corner wing, in the 320 community wafers, we have Father Johnson. As a wrestling fan, I'd definitely go to that church. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. It covers everything. We've got smoke. We've got wrestling, aggression. It's, it's everything. He's some pyro, and we got exactly. smoke, so that's that's halfway there. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, I'm assuming you are, but wait, am I what? It uh, it cut out a little. Can you still hear me? Yeah, My I can hear you now. Might have been. Oh, okay. What was the question? Say something a little before it, and then were you? Then... I said, uh, were you a fan of wrestling, or are a fan? Oh yeah, big fan of wrestling. My dad was a uh, was a huge fan of wrestling. He would watch WWE all the time, and my mom would get mad, like y'all are not supposed to watch that. So we'd sneak in, you know, watch <laughs> Randy Orton spear Triple H. You know, that was a good ass time. Very entertaining. That was my that was my thing from like my entire elementary school life, mm-hmm. Nothing, and pretty much almost my whole junior high too. Like. <laughs> 
I was a real big fan. And I went to WrestleMania in uh, Houston. Yeah. And after that, I was kind of like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I kind of hit the peak of wrestling fandom. Right. So I was like, I think I'll, I'll just chill out on it. <laughs> Did you ever play the games? Oh, hell, what? Man, if we were... If we were in Lake Charles, I could show you. I got, I literally have a stack of pretty much every wrestling game to come out from, I'd say, 2002 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Now versus Raw is all of that. Playing them all day. That was, that was my 2K, my Madden, all that. Yeah. Before I knew what that was, and I was playing wrestling games. Hell yeah. Which one was your favorite? Shut your mouth, and here comes the pain, to be honest. Shut your mouth for nostalgia. That was my first wrestling game on PlayStation 2, mm. and here comes the pain. I got it on Christmas, and I played that shit literally to, like, New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Straight. So I put in some time on those games. Yeah. Are you a big gamer still? Like, doing these open mics and stuff, I'm never at home, so I don't really get – like, if I got a, if I have a nice off day where I know I'm not doing nothing all day, mm. I'll probably play the game. But besides that, not really. Who are you playing? In Madden 2K, I'm on I'm on the last mission of Spider-Man, the Miles Morales one. Yeah. I'm on the last mission of that. Um, UFC. I have I got Call of Duty, but I don't play it. Yeah. Uh man, I I was always big into like the single player games. Like my brothers and them, they all play Fortnite. They also have a lot more time than I do. So I just can't like in order to like practice and like get to have the actual skill. Like my my brother that I was doing the podcast with before this, he's uh 16. I don't know how he doesn't have carpal tunnel already because he's just in there and like my brother Paul goes, Jacob, come here, come here. And I was like, okay. So I go in and he's go, watch this kid. And he'll literally, he'll get on like creative or whatever it is on Fortnite. And we'll just, and it's like practicing building and editing and like for, for like an hours, just practicing. That's so funny that people really grind on video games like that. But you know, what's crazy. I really do wish I would have been born in this generation because mm-hmm. I would not be a stand-up comedian. I'd be an e-gamer. What are you born sure. in this generation? What do you mean? I'm not in this. I'm not in this e-gaming. I missed that window. I'm too old for that. How old are you? These jokes. You 27. Okay. Oh, that was a good guess. Yeah, man, it was. I, was I, I had to play. I no sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little shocked. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like I wish. I wish I would have got in on that. Like playing. Like if 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 two if like e-gaming would have got popular in like 2015. Mm-hmm. 2016, like the way it is now, I would have definitely jumped in it. Because that's when I was yeah. playing 2K and stuff like every day. So, yeah. Now, nah. Like, I wouldn't even get a tryout now. I'd be so yeah. disappointed. <laughs> you wouldn't even make it to the combine, man. They wouldn't even let you in. Fuck no. Me in the building. They'd be like, what do you – no. Go home and practice or something. <laughs> you don't You don't want to be here. Yeah. Who knows, man? maybe you can make it and then you turn into one of those like that the kurt warner story or whatever that just came out with zachary levi <laughs> yeah. but, for, but for esports tell jokes now he luckily one day he got a ps5 and now he's a pro e-gamer man good you probably have better chances of becoming mm-hmm. an e-gamer than getting a ps5 you have a ps5 the, the game's downstairs. I'll show you the box. You son of a yep, bitch. Yep, yep. Got it from Drake. Hello. <laughs> Came with a bottle of taba- uh, Tabasco hot sauce. You know it. Yeah, look. Dude, can you do me a favor? Can you just go, like, fuck yourself? <laughs> No shame. I, we all I, do it. That's all right. That's all right. I've been trying. I've been trying to get a little PS5 for a while, man. It just hadn't hadn't happened yet. I know the struggle. I got a. You might as well let me read it, bro. I got a poem about the PS5. I Let's wrote it. I was, <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear. <laughs> if it's still in my phone, let me see. I don't think it is, but I definitely have the video. I don't have the I don't have the actual video. I mean I don't have the I don't have the poem in my phone, but I have the video. Mm-hmm. 
Ohio sound. We'll try it out and see. Yeah, I wrote a poem about the PS5 because this was back, this was when it like first came out, 2020. 2020, was, pandemic. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like I was on all the Twitter Twitter accounts, uh, like PS5 just dropped on this, PS5 just dropped on this website, doing all of them. Didn't hit on any of them. Like I'm, when I tell you I was doing at least five websites a day, <laughs> not hitting on anything, bro. I was so upset, so mad that I wrote a poem. Where is my poem? I should have been prepared. Okay. Um, I hold it by my ear, I guess. Can you hear it? Now I can hear it, but I, I can't make out what it's saying. I'll have to send it to you. All right. You can watch it. But yeah, man, it's a poem on the PS5. It's like two minutes. It's a good poem. I told in the poem, I say, if I had, I want to I want a PS5 so bad that I would give a kid a puppy without the, telling the kid that the puppy had rabies. That's how bad I wanted a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of my, that's like one of my good ones. Why, why aren't you opening any of your stand-up sets with these poems, man? Man, I probably should. I don't know. This just this just started. Like the the I wrote the PS Five poem a couple years ago, but I just started getting back on them because of this poetry night. Right. So maybe you might have just foretold my next <laughs> my next formula. I love. I it. might start opening up with poems. That would make me stand out. That would. Maybe I have to try that. You have to try it, see what they do, see if people like it. I feel like that'll throw people off, though. Like, why is he doing poems? This is stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, yeah. My question, um, before I forget, though, did you play Call of Duty and stuff like that growing up or now? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, my, once it was one of those things, like, my mom didn't allow us to play it until uh, Black Ops, the first one, 2010. So, oh, uh, so you missed Modern Warfare too? I did. So I was always Black Ops over Modern Warfare, but it's just because what I first played, you know. That's all you knew. Yeah. Um, but like, I was going to actually because well, you might not have them. I'll say it sounds like you had a pretty respectful, respectful household. So you didn't get on those. You didn't get in those game lobbies and get into it with people while you were playing. I did not. Oh, it was good times, man. Good times. <laughs> that was a great time. That was so much fun. That's probably why I don't play games now. <laughs> right. Your joke, <laughs> honestly, about that, it's it was so fucking hilarious. Cause you I remember you told a joke about that one time. You were like the, the Call of Duty lobbies. I'm pretty sure you told that in Lafayette, I think. Probably. I don't know. I run I run so many jokes sometimes. <laughs> it, it may it may not have been you, but I do remember I thought it was you. I remember somebody saying some jokes. About like I do have Call a lot of jokes lobby. on trash talk, but I don't know if I had any on Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I love that world. Man. That's my shit. Love trash yeah. talk. <laughs> Wait, what is so trash many. talk? Trash talk. Just talking shit to people in the middle uh, okay, of, a sport, okay. of a competitive event. No matter, not even competitive, gotcha. really, just anything. Yeah, I got. It. I don't know if this was something specific. Yeah. Oh no, nah. I mean the joke is about talking shit during a basketball game, but mm-hmm. I love all shapes and sizes of trash talk. <laughs> I love it all. As long as I'm denigrating someone and making them feel below me. Yes. Fucking love it. I'm for it. I, <laughs> I love negativity. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, look, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, and I appreciate you doing this little joint podcast thing. Great time. I've got to get you on mine now. But it's a little difficult because we do mine in person. So I'm going to have to work something out. I'll come out. Okay. Well, yeah, we're good then. Get you in the studio, get you to work. Absolutely. I love it, man. Hell yeah. Shit, yeah. Now, what's up? Oh, my bad. I was like, I'm, I'm doing your job. I was about to make a call to action. I was going to say, now we need to make sure we see y'all at Game of Life next week. We got, what is it, six comedians, right? Yeah, it's just going to be the Laugh Hard 2, Laugh Harder. Uh, yes. And so Dwayne was the winner from last time. So he'll be coming back uh, to serenade the crowd maybe with the poem, maybe not. Uh, at the beginning of the we day. Now. Hey, there we go. There we go. He said, I've already won it. Yeah, he said, I've already won it. It doesn't I can, matter. If I bomb, who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I already uh, won. <laughs> we'll have six comedians. And then we're going to pick a, we're going to get a winner from that to compete against Wayne in the championship round, whenever that is. So Saturday, January 29th, I'll have the link for tickets in the bio. 
or description? I already saw Seth and uh, Garrett yesterday. They're ready. Oh, hell yeah. Good. They better be. <laughs> if they not, be. if not, I mean, hey, we'll just They're have fucked. to do them off stage. I just hope people good. are ready to hear me talk about Doja Cat, you know? Everyone loves Doja Cat. Who doesn't she love might Doja? not love us, but, you know. That's okay. One, right. one day when we get big. <laughs> That's another, the Dave. Did you watch the show, Dave? Yes, I thought about that when, um, you didn't you bring that, you used to bring that up when you did that joke. I don't think you did it the last time I heard it. I remember one time he was like, y'all, y'all watch Dave? He messed it up. He messed up with Doja Cat. And I was like, I had just yeah. saw that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, because I think you were there the first time I did that joke. Yeah. It was in Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, hell yeah. My, my favorite part of that joke, bro, is this shit. When you do this, that is my. If you would have saw me on the crowd the last last week in Lafayette, when you did it, I was already doing the shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I know this joke. This is my shit. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. That's hilarious, man. I, th- I think it's cool. Like the little like, I, for some reason, like whenever I think of you, I think of like. So I think of like the three people that we obviously didn't all start at the same time, but like, as soon as I actually started getting involved in the comedy, like coming out to Lafayette and stuff, like I think of you and Garrett. And so like, so I think of us as like the trio of like, just like, like, like we're younger and we're like, we're on the come up, you know? Yep. And uh, so I like, I just like the little like community that we've kind of built and stuff. It's awesome. You see it all coming together. And I'm trying to do that out here in Baton Rouge, too. I'm trying to get everybody. I try to, like, that's why I got this podcast. I'm trying to get everybody on it. Yeah. I'm just trying to bridge all the gaps. I, I said I want to try to get all the, the whole little I-10 connection together, you know, from yeah. Lake Charles all the way to New Orleans. Try to get everybody working together doing shows like that. The more shows, the more we shine, the more we look good. Exactly. We all want to look good. Facts. <laughs> we want to look funny, too. That's Sometimes right. Sometimes don't, those don't coincide. That's right. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> well, cool deal. Dwayne, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming out. No problem, bro. I appreciate you for having me. This was fun. This was Ab- fun. Absolutely, man. Really good cast. And we will see everybody next Saturday.